I'm Shane Hewitt on the shift, 877-399-9898. Your calls and texts are always welcome here for sure. We'll get to some of the dad jokes. Uh, Matt says we have a whole bunch that are lined up. I have not seen them yet, so they're going to be surprises to me too. Since we're here, it's time to talk TV. What the hell should we watch this weekend? Senior Steve Stebbing joins us from Penticton, BC. Hey, Steve. Hey, Shane. How you doing? Oh, it's our Friday, Steve. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I love it. It's great. <laughs> How are you doing in Penticton? Uh, not too bad. It's uh, with the day off in the middle of the week. It's super weird because <laughs> you got the Monday, Friday, and then Monday, Friday. Right. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just weird. I'm all out of whack this week, but it's a good thing that there's so many good movies this week. So many. All right. Well, so many. How many are there? So many. Well, yeah. At least three or four really great ones. Three or four. But we're and then we're also going to give you a big long list just in case you don't like those yeah. ones. Of course. <laughs> All right. Cool. Um, just bring it up this list. Uh, Hillbilly Elegy. Elegy? I looked at this one and I, I read it out loud about five or six times. And I was like, am I reading this one right? Yeah. No, it's just got a cadence to it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Hillbilly Elegy. Uh, sure. Well, let's hear the clip. Do you actually want to be dead, Mom? Or are you just too lazy to try? Jenny. Oh, I tried. Plenty. You've always got a reason. It's always someone else's fault. Some point, you're going to have to take responsibility, or someone else what? is going to have to step in. Who? Ha? Who? You? All right, tell us about the hillbillies. Yeah, uh, basically, this is uh, based on the best-selling book from J.D. Vance, uh, who is at the center of this story, uh, as he's trying to achieve the American dream uh, and become uh, a lawyer. Uh, but, of course, he is uh, kind of held back by his uh, family, who uh, makes their way from Kentucky, uh, and his mother, who is uh, just a, a lifelong addict, and, uh, I mean, this is really just kind of Oscar bait for, uh, actors, uh, Amy Adams and Glenn Close, who, uh, have the lion's share of, uh, powerful scenes in this one. Uh, the film's directed by Ron Howard, but it's just, I mean, for being based on a true story for every good scene that's in this movie, there seems to be this other like shiny, glossy and contrived scene that feels so false to just cut it down at the knees. And it just, it feels like it never makes it out of being kind of a middling movie. Uh, but uh, it's going to be playing in a limited run in theaters starting uh, this week. And then it'll be on Netflix on November 24th. All right. <laughs> uh, our next one. I like it. I don't know. I got things rolling through my head. Can you hear them? Just kind of rolling around. Uh, the moon, next one's called Freaky. So it's Friday. Let's do Freaky. Let's get Freaky, baby. Not only is that psycho wearing my body, he's killing it. He's like a wolf in sheep's clothing. Who knows how many of our friends he's going to kill? Are you sure this is safe? No. Oh my God, it's a slaughterhouse. I have like less than six hours to swap back or I'm going to be stuck in his body forever. All right, Freaky Friday Part 13 here. What's going on? Yeah, for, well, actually, the working title when they were filming this movie was Freaky Friday the 13th. Oh, uh, wow. And this is kind of that story, that Freaky Friday the body swap thing. 
but it's with a teen girl and like a uh, Jason Voorhees like serial killer played by uh, Vince Vaughn. And this is uh, one of my this is my favorite movie this week. This was one of my favorite movies this year. Uh, I absolutely adored this movie. Uh, it comes from the guy that did the Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to You movies, uh, which were a lot of fun. But I really think this is his masterpiece here. Uh, and I, I mean, besides Vince Vaughn being really great, lead actress that Catherine Newton is really good in this one as well. Uh, if you want to see some uh, kind of gory horror with some really great comedy to it, Freaky is your movie. That sounds kind of fun. You know, this the, the yeah. notion that, um, you know, not only like the body swapping old, you know, storyline, mm-hmm. but to mm-hmm. do that and, and the, the person who takes the body is, is uh, you know, a criminal um, <laughs> and, and all that stuff, right? Like that would be, um, that would be really wicked. That's yeah, kind of cool it was. Thing. It was so much fun. Uh, I, I mean, they go big uh, with this story. And uh, the, the uh, writer and director on this one is actually Christopher Landon. Um, and he is the, uh, he's, I believe he is the nephew of Michael Landon. Oh, really? Yes. That guy's famous for being on airplanes. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's all some generations know him. He's the guy from the airplanes. All right. Uh, next on the list was Steve Stebbing and stevestebbing.ca Ammonite. Pieces me and struck up a friendship together. What is it? Something? Nothing? I don't want to go back to the life I had before you. What about my life? Ammonite is very, very pretty when you put it into like jewelry. Is this the same thing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, the, the story is based around a uh, fossil hunter that lives on a coastal, uh, in a coastal uh, uh, England town uh, who uh, strikes up a, a relationship with a uh, woman that's sent to the town to kind of recover from her uh, quote unquote slight bit of melancholia with some sea air. And uh, I, I mean, obviously a relationship that wasn't really, uh, you know, very, uh, very popular in people's eyes at the time. Uh, but this, this is, I mean, a film of great performances from uh, Kate Winslet and uh, Saoirse Ronan in this movie. Uh, and it reminds me a bit of the movie A Portrait of a Lady on Fire from last year, but not quite to that caliber, but still a really, really beautiful uh, and well-done film. Very cool. All right, next on the list was Steve Stebbing the Climb. He's got to go. Yeah, he's going to go tomorrow. I mean, like, he's got to go away. Like, not in our lives. But he's my friend. Sometimes when you think you're doing the wrong thing, it's actually what's needed. Let's go. All right, tell us about it with the client. Yeah, this is a really great one. Totally caught me, caught me off guard, so I really didn't know a lot about it. But at, at its center, it is basically about two best friends that, uh, and, and over the course of the years, uh, how their friendship has, uh, they, they're brought together and also falling out because the one friend is just the biggest caustic piece of crap <laughs> you could possibly believe, uh, who constantly falls for his best friends, uh, girlfriends. And uh, I, I mean, this one is deeply sardonic and uh, so well written. It's uh, written, directed by, uh, and starring a guy named Michael Angelo Carvino, uh, Covino, who is just 
uh, such an interesting talent as as far as uh, how he writes. And uh, I can't wait to see more from this guy. I think that sounds smart. Mm -hmm. And then there's one little line he wrote in here and it says, um, emotional, screwed up and self-destructive douchebag. And then I go, maybe it's not that smart. (laughs) (laughs) juxtaposition is wonderful dating amber is next on the list do you throw a rock at me i'll go out with you what do you want to go out or not okay what the hell are you doing we're gay gay for boobs i'm not gay yes you are (laughs) so am i we pretend to go out just until school is over well, that seems very timely and appropriate in the conversation. And um, it's kind of a throwback, though, to that whole world of, you know, hey, how about you let me help you hide what you've got going on mm-hmm. and you can yeah. hide what I got going on. It's, it's kind of a, an, a, a long line of amazing stories built on that. Exactly. And this, one, this one's a, a teen comedy set in the mid-90s uh, about uh, two kind of outcasts in high school that are trying to ha- hide uh, their alter uh, the, their sexuality uh, from the rest of the students by uh, faking a relationship together, uh, and uh, I mean it's it's got all the charm of being one of these quirky little Irish films. Uh, it is hysterically funny in the situational comedy in it, and uh, the two leads here, uh, uh, Finn O'Shea and uh, Lola Pettigrew, are have such great chemistry in this film. Uh, I was kind of smiling ear to ear this whole movie because it is just that much fun. All right, let's go to Blu-ray. Um, for Blu-ray, Bill and Ted. Can you ever go wrong with Bill and Ted? Bill and Ted face the music with Steve Stebbing. We were supposed to unite the world and save reality as we know it. Bill, we've spent our whole life trying to write the song that will unite the world. Why can't we just go to the future when we have written it? Whoa! Take it from ourselves. But isn't that stealing? How is that stealing if we're stealing it from ourselves, dude? <laughs> oh, producer Matt got the uh, the air guitar riff in that, too. That was beautiful <laughs> timing, Matt, on our Zoom call. Okay, tell us about Bill and Ted. Yeah, I mean, this is 30 years after the original movie, and it feels like it's a movie that fans have been waiting for a long time. And uh, basically, it has Bill and Ted uh, that they failed at. They, they didn't make the song that to unite the whole world. And now they're in a race against time because they have to, because the world, it, the universe is collapsing if they don't get this song made. Uh, and I mean, it's such a, a great ode to nostalgia without wallowing in it by and also creating uh, you know, a, a story of these, these best friends that have been uh, close for, for decades. And uh, it, it just, it, it doesn't feel cheesy. It doesn't feel corny. It doesn't feel forced. It just feels like another piece to make. I, I, and I'll say it here, one of the best film trilogies that we've ever got. Very cool. Um, yeah, and then the guitar riff is just dynamite. Okay, Absolutely. if you don't know Steve Stepping, I'm going to reintroduce this part of it, Steve, because there's a thing that you have about Blu-rays, the quality, the depth of them. I mean, you mm-hmm. kind of look at it from the picture quality, the way it's shot, everything else. I mean, that's the way I understand your love affair with Blu-rays. Sure. Plus, 
most of them are 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 throwback of some sort. So every single week, Steve give us Steve gives us the Blu-ray geek out, the favorite, most exciting thing, whether it comes from a bottom of a bin at Walmart or from online or amazing. What is with Claudine and Steve's Blu-ray geek out this week? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a brand new Criterion Collection movie. Uh, Criterion Collection is the definitive uh, editions uh, of classic movies that have um, kind of formed their own, uh, like, kind of story in, in the zeitgeist of cinema. And uh, Claudine is one of them. Uh, it is a, a big film in the career of an uh, actress named Diane Carroll, who just actually passed away last year as well as a really, really stellar and charismatic role for uh, James Earl Jones. Uh, and this is a couple of years before he would become the voice of Darth Vader as well. Um, and uh, as far as a uh, black cinema goes, this is uh, one of those tentpole movies, I, I believe, in the 70s uh, that didn't fall into the trappings of being called black exploitation or anything like in that campy category. So, uh, And I believe the movie still holds up to this day. All right. Very cool. I love it. Uh, on TV, on Crave, not Disney, not Amazon, not Netflix, not all the other ones you pay for, but on Crave. <laughs> Let's go with Steve Stebbing in Moonbase 8. That's why I love you guys. We're dedicated to a mission that's beyond our ability. But we're going to try anyway, right? We are going to the moon. Take your boots off before you go up on the table, though. Can you just have his moment here? <laughs> Tell us about Moonbase 8, Steve, Steve Stabbing. Yeah, it looks like uh, Space Lux Exploration is the new hotness when it comes to TV comedy. So we already had Space Force this year. Now we got this one, uh, and it comes from uh, Fred Armisen and Jonathan Crystal, uh, who created Portlandia together. And uh, now they have this show. It's uh, Fred Armisen, Tim Heidecker, and John C. Riley as uh, three guys that are trying to uh, uh, they're trying to qualify to go to the moon by uh, by stationing at NASA's moon base simulator in the Arizona desert. And I mean, this is a different kind of comedy. It's a little bit drier, a little bit deadpan here and there. Uh, but I mean, these three guys are comedic geniuses all in their own kind of ways. And uh, I, I mean, episode one, it's not going to grab everybody. I mean, this is going to be a week to week one because Showtime is the one that's airing it. Uh, but I believe that this slow burn will catch on and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what's coming next. All right. Uh, how long is the next clip here, Matt? 16 seconds. Let's do it. Auntie Donna's big old house of fun from Netflix. I'm just having a cup of tea, having a break. Touche. I love tea. Touche. 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 Oh. <laughs> Do you even know what touche means? No. Touche. Ah, oh, touche. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to save that one um, uh, just for a clip. Steve, I've got 10 seconds for this one. Tell us about Andy Donna's big old house of fun. Uh, insane comedy from three guys from Australia. This is brought to you by Ed Helms and Comedy Bang Bang Scott Ackerman. This is a must-see. It's quirky as hell, but I love it. Steve Stebbing.ca. Thanks so much, Steve. Thank you, Shane. We'll be back next week and for you in just a little bit on The Shift. I'm Shane Hewitt. It's talk radio for an up-late nation.
This is Canada's all-night conversation, The Shift.